Hello, and welcome to the Heartbeat of the Pro-Life Ministry podcast. If you're wondering, what happened to the myth-busting the Pregnancy Resource Center podcast, rest assured, you're in the right place. For various reasons, myth-busting the Pregnancy Resource Center now has a new name, but still has educational and inspirational content for you. I appreciate your patience with this change. You can find the Heartbeat of the Pro-Life Ministry podcast online at theheartbeatpodcast.net. Now here is today's episode of the Heartbeat of the Pro-Life Ministry podcast. Where is she going to go where she can have somebody say to her, yes, you can do it. You can have this baby and get that job and finish school and go on and have a positive, wonderful life because women are doing it every day. Who is going to tell her that? She is going to hear that at the Pregnancy Resource Center. Welcome to Myth Busting, the Pregnancy Resource Center where we'll bust some myths and tell the truth about what really happens at that Pregnancy Resource Center down the street. We're a faith-based, women, pre-born baby, and family-centered organization. You'll learn how pregnancy centers provide support before, during, and after pregnancy. My name is Beth Bissonette, and I've been an executive director of a Pregnancy Resource Center for over 22 years. Let's get into today's episode. Since you're listening to this podcast episode, then I think it's pretty safe to say that you have a pro-life belief. Maybe you're a pro-life Christian. Do you find it difficult to know how to put your pro-life beliefs into positive action? That's the topic of today's episode. In today's culture and climate, it's not easy to have any conversation about believing that you value and want to protect the lives of the preborn. Verbal confrontations, attacks, arguments, and the threat of violence can cause us to be very cautious in expressing a pro-life point of view. But maybe you still want to put your pro-life view into action. Well, you can do that by working with your local pregnancy resource center. We're already here. We're already doing the work. And we want you to feel free to support us with your prayers and with your finances. Why should you do that? Well, the services we provide are free because we don't benefit financially from any decision a woman makes about her pregnancy. And you know, in fact, when it comes to finances, not only do we not benefit from their decision, but we benefit our communities and our states. Let me show you how this works. I want to tell you about Rebecca. Rebecca's husband had lost his well-paying job about six months before Rebecca walked into the pregnancy center that day. It hadn't taken him long to find a new job, but it paid much less than the one that downsized him out. 
He continued to look for a better paying job while he worked at this second job to take care of his family of four. Rebecca shared with us that even though they'd been careful, she had missed her period and needed a pregnancy test. She and her husband, Tom, already had two children and they didn't expect to have a third, especially with money being so tight. Now, Tom's first response to the possibility of Rebecca's pregnancy was for her to have an abortion. But she shared with us that she hoped that she could encourage Tom to support her in a decision to have their baby. We provided her with a pregnancy test, which was positive, and then our nurse manager performed an ultrasound, which showed a seven-week fetus in the uterus with a heartbeat. Her pregnancy was confirmed. I remember Rebecca getting really teary-eyed at the prospect of telling Tom. She was scared to have the conversation with him about the pregnancy, knowing what he wanted her to do, which was to have an abortion. But she was also scared about how they would be able to afford another child that they hadn't planned to have. We shared with Rebecca the support that we could provide for them, along with resources in the community. We could support her with another ultrasound, and we could also get her materials for her baby, like a new crib, a new car seat, and other supplies from our boutique. We could also offer them free grocery cards because food shortage is a real issue for clients today. Then we were scheduled Rebecca for a follow-up ultrasound two weeks later, and we encouraged Rebecca to bring her husband, Tom, so that he could hear all of the resources that we could provide for them, the same as we explained to Rebecca. Now, because of Rebecca and Tom's job situation and lower income level, they were eligible to receive state-funded Medicaid, which would have paid for their pregnancy test appointment and her ultrasound. While pregnancy centers don't benefit financially from any decision a woman makes about her pregnancy, the state benefits from the services that pregnancy centers provide our clients for free. How does that work? Well, we combined our numbers from nine pregnancy centers in the state of New Hampshire. We saved the state in Medicaid funding over half a million dollars. So let's just look at ultrasound appointments. If Medicaid had paid for Rebecca to have that ultrasound appointment that we provided for free, the average cost of that ultrasound appointment would have been $405. This is the average cost according to the website newhampshirehealthcost.nh.gov in June of 2023. So just looking at ultrasounds, for those nine pregnancy centers in New Hampshire, we did a combined 642 ultrasound appointments, which saved the state over $260,000 in Medicaid funding. On top of that, these nine pregnancy centers provided 2,248 classes in parenting, 
prenatal care, childbirth classes, CPR classes, and any other number of topics. And we had 1,164 material assistance appointments at these centers, which means diapers, wipes, new cribs, new car seats, clothing, etc. 1,296 individual women and men were helped at New Hampshire pregnancy centers in 2022. Those are pretty amazing numbers. Now, I'm just sharing New Hampshire numbers, but other states like Vermont, Connecticut, they have money that they're saving their states too. Now, you may be asking, well, Beth, if Medicaid is going to pay you all that money, why don't you just accept Medicaid funding? Why are you asking us to support you financially? Because if we accept Medicaid government funding, then we're not allowed to share our faith as a Christian organization. It's as simple as that. I want you, my pro-life friend, to know that you're not alone in feeling cautious about sharing your pro-life belief. Sometimes we feel it too. I'm focused on the positive, life-changing support we provide to women before, during, and after pregnancy. So you may be asking, what happened with Rebecca and Tom? Well, they received no pressure from us, no tricks. We simply shared resources that they could utilize to help their family. We also shared if Rebecca chose to have an abortion, we were here for her after. If she struggles, if she wants to have a conversation, or if she has needs for their other two children. Now, Tom came back into the pregnancy center with Rebecca for her second ultrasound. And ultimately, he decided to support Rebecca in her decision to choose to have their baby. Later on in the pregnancy, Tom got a much better, higher paying job, and he also received health insurance for Rebecca and for his other children. We were so happy and encouraged to be a part of their story. Recent statistics are that 73% of women who say they had an abortion also said that they experienced some form of pressure to make that abortion decision. 66% said that they knew in their hearts that they were making a mistake when they had their abortion. And 28% said that they aborted out of fear of losing their partner. We're so grateful that Rebecca came to the pregnancy center and that her husband decided to encourage her by helping her to choose life. Now, let me ask you, if a woman is thinking she wants to have her baby, but she wants to get that job, she wants to finish school, and she's experiencing pressure from people in her life who are saying, you can't get that job. You can't finish school. You can't go on with your life. 
with a baby have an abortion. She's also hearing social media influencers tell her that abortion empowers women. And lawmakers and the media are telling her we are going to fight for a woman's right. Abortion is good. So if she's experiencing all this pressure to have an abortion, where is she going to go where she can have somebody say to her, yes, you can do it. You can have this baby and get that job and finish school and go on and have a positive, wonderful life because women are doing it every day. Who is going to tell her that? She is going to hear that at the Pregnancy Resource Center. So as I started this episode today by asking, how do you put your pro-life beliefs into positive action by joining and supporting the work that is already being done at the Pregnancy Center. If you would like to support Haven Pregnancy Services or your local pregnancy center, we are a 501c3 organization where you can make a tax-deductible gift. You can go to the website www www.mythbustingtheprc.com and click on the Give Today button to support the work that's being done at Haven Pregnancy Services or get in touch with your pregnancy center in your community. Please remember to share this podcast with other people that you know who also have pro-life beliefs but may not know about the great work being done at pregnancy centers. Thank you so much for spending some time with me again today and listening to this podcast episode. And remember, your life is precious.